has forgotten how big Willie actually is. Perhaps the presence of Willie and the Panthers looking at his imposing frame. I'm a 25 minute man. Oh, you got skills, son! Uppercut right hand by Big Willie. Welcome to episode number four billion of the Take with Willie and Ian William. How are you? Oh, yeah, not too bad, actually. Not too we bad. Are bro- we're brought to you by bettingsite.com.au. Let me tell you, I have been giving that an absolute hammering over the last little while. And I'm, I'm going to get this out of the way early. Mate, your bet got up. Well done. Yes, <laughs> I know. <laughs> I can see how people can get addicted to this. I'm not going to, but it's quite exciting when you win. Can Very I bring exciting. up? Yeah, well, I'll tell you what's exciting. I'll tell you what's exciting for everyone else is the early crow. Mm. So we're sitting there and Manly are up by 1 to 12, yeah. and then there's 0.1 of a yeah. second to go, and Jason Saab, the giraffe, scores a length of the field try. You've already oh sent the tweet. Because I, I, was, I, was, um, I was working with a guy that day. He's a big punter, and he goes, what do you think? He was going to back Manly 30-plus. I said, hey, just, just pump your brakes a bit. I said, understand, you know, like a, a lot of players are leaving that club. There's about 10 or 12 off contract fighting for their careers. They'll put up a fight. They'll get beat, but they'll put up a fight. One to 12 was paying, like I think, maybe eight bucks. I'm not sure. It was a lot. Yeah. So we load, I said, load up on it. I reckon it'll, it'll, be, it'll be close. And then, <laughs> and then they scored, and they were, what, up 18. And then they scored off the kick. And then I, I couldn't help myself. I was like, yes, minute to go. I mean, 40 seconds ago, last set, Flanagan. <laughs> intercept to Cherry Evans. I've already tweeted. Do you know anyone who put one, but mainly one to 12? Everyone thought obviously it was me, but it wasn't. So shut up. In but, betting a mate circles. Lost, but, a mate lost, but a mate lost a hell of a lot of money and he would have won so much. And I would look like betting, a genius. In betting circles, it's known as the early crow, Will. And you have just. I don't uh, have it. I didn't really know. I was just like, because like, I was just like, what's the big deal? Well, it wasn't me. So anyway, it was exciting, a- but it was exciting for me because I thought he got up. I was like, yeah. yes. And I was like, oh, Flanagan. And not for one moment, I thought that I would re- um, absolutely hammer Flanagan personally and just ring him up and just say, you ruined my multi. Wasn't didn't your cross my mind. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't have any skin in the game. That's just a good reminder to everyone to gamble responsibly, actually. And also, if you're gambling responsibly. Just to... It was... Well, it was. Mate, and then if you, you just say, no. if you had money on that, sorry, if you had money on that, would you, like, it was 40 seconds ago, attacking the line. I wouldn't really cry. Set game over. You wouldn't know. I've I've made that mistake too many oh, times. And I've had, I had the tweet like that. Should I send it? Should I send it? Yeah, go. All right. <laughs> You've just cruelled everyone. Yeah. All right. Well, there's a lot to talk about this week. Actually, I think we sh- there's been a number of big issues that have come out of not just last weekend, but obviously we're coming into finals time. And I think the thing that has probably dominated the press over the last little while is obviously the Roosters and the and the Rabbitohs played on Friday night. Latrell Mitchell came out and, look, it, he's, he's fractured Joseph Manu's cheekbone and it's and it looked awful on television and that sort of thing. First and foremost, Will, a question I ask you, this is what people don't think about. Those two blokes are good mates. This is a game. What sort of pressure does that sort of thing put on an actual friendship? Is it just what happens on the field stays on the field, or is there going to be any lingering resentment? I think there's going to be. Otherwise, uh, you know, Joey wouldn't have reacted like that because I don't know Joey that well, but um, you know, I met him a couple of times. He's probably one of the nicest kids I've met. He is. You just can't you can't fold him. Very humble. You know, goes about his business. He's you know quietly one of the best centers in the game. He's just not. He's not loud. He's not brash. He's just very humble and. To see him react like that, he was more upset at the fact that you know he probably knew that his head was busted, uh, and it was and it was from one of his mates. If that happened to me, I'd be quite angry. I'm not sure if you could, you know, he, he, I would reconcile after. I just think I'm I'm, the, I'm not that sort of guy. I, I am that sort of guy, and I know in Latrell's heart of hearts, he didn't want to break his face. He probably wanted not. to crack it. He probably he he wanted to put a hit on him, and it just went all wrong. It went all wrong. People have got to understand Latrell's very chesty. When he hits, he's, he, he's like that. You know what I mean? Like he's not a low tackler. He'll hit you high. And he didn't even lower his body. He just thought he was going to hit him 
shoulder to shoulder, but Manu twisted his body and he fell from being normal height to, to about that far down. And that's shoulder to the head. It happened like that. It happens quick. The intent, when you, and you slow it down a thousand times, of course it looks intentional, you know? You know, it's three played all weekend. You know, it was like, it was ter- terrible scenes for, for, um, for, for the game. It was terrible. I didn't like seeing it because Joey's such a good dude. Latrell's such a good guy. Well, I want those guys playing in the semifinals. And I know there's a friendship there, you know. And then, you know, after the game, you know, the, the, the Roosters players really, you know, didn't want him in the sheds. You know, Hargraves and a few boys, you know, time to piss off. And, you know, that that sucked as well. You know, so there's a few things there. Um, you know, in the heat, heat of the moment there, like Latrell probably thought he honestly didn't do anything wrong. He was coming in and it was just, it was an accident. In his head, it's an accident. And he just needs to slow down. Latrell just needs to slow down. He's very aggressive on the field. And I don't want yeah. him to, you know, cop, you know, the reason, I reckon the reason why, obviously, he took the, the early plea, because he, you know, I don't think, he, I don't think he would have got off because of his loading, you know, his record. Because you have a look at Highweir and Nara, how that tackle on Jerome Hughes a couple of weeks ago, he got three weeks. Because I was think I thought he would have fought it. But then, obviously, because of the loading and, and his, and his, um, his uh, his track record wasn't that good. He's looking at nine weeks, uh, and he would have got so. And he would have got, got nine. They just would have thrown it at him. And I, but I thought, yeah, it's, it was terrible. It was terrible to see because, you know, I know the way Latrell plays. He's aggressive, but it's the game is, the game is aggressive, but it's it's got to be legal. You know what I mean? If and things like that, this game happens so quick. Latrell was moving so fast. He didn't expect um, Joey to throw that ball or twist his body like that. You know, he's probably going to put him on the deck anyway, but it was never going in his head. It was never going to be like that. So when when he when you slow off. it down, you can actually see when he when you slow it down, you can actually see Mitchell turns his head away from the yeah. point of contact. So he wasn't he didn't know. But one thing that I think it's happened over the last little while, and you know, there's talk that it's the book of feuds. I mean, that, the book of feuds is just a thing that's been made up. It's not. There's always been feeling between. The Roosters and, and the Rabbitohs, that's something you, you've played in those games. There's always that yeah. that rivalry. But I think with the Jai Arrow in origin with Tedesco and, and and there's just the last couple of games, it's gone from friendly rivalry into this big sort of thing. I think they just need to cool it and just play footy. The players don't care. It's a media build-up. They can talk as much shit as they want. The players don't hate each other. They don't hate Latrell. They don't really hate Jai Arrow. And New South Wales hates Jai Arrow. Yeah, you know what I mean. And they took a personal couple of guys like uh, Hargraves and that. And so that so your big boy should always stand up for you for um for Teddy and your captain, and um you know he's your fearsome leader, and he's he's one of the best blokes. And they didn't they didn't stand for that. I expect that from your big boys. So you know they, it's it's all part of the theatre, isn't it? You know, yeah. the, you know the the rivalry nineteen oh eight. You know it's, it's the original rivalry game, and you know you got to build it up as much as you can. And, and at the moment now, both these teams are top four teams, so. It's all about ratings and views and all that kind of stuff. So it deserves the limelight it gets because it's such a great game. It was One, pretty poor on the, on the weekend. I turned it off after 30 minutes because South was just like playing a bunch of kids. I felt yeah. so sorry for the Roosters. They just got absolutely bashed. They had some senior players out. They just had injuries everywhere. They had about, what, 12 or 13, 12 starters out? You know, like what are you supposed to do against a you know red-hot South Sydney side? You know, mm-hmm. veterans everywhere. They just they put a clinic on. I felt sorry for those lads. I think that if you look at the, the way the Roosters have gone this year and, and you look at the way the Souths have gone, Souths have obviously, um, they've come good at the right end of the season. But I just think the Roosters have just, they've full credit to them because as you say, they've got so many players out and that game, you know, that, that was, it was a really sad result for the Roosters, I think. But yeah, you know, it, it is was, what it yeah, is. It's just one of their, well, it was better than last year. Was it 60 nil? 60 to eight. 60 to eight, something like that. And yeah, they haven't had much luck with the injuries in the last couple of years. But South, they were, they were good. But losing Luttrell, like they can't they can't win now. No, they're gone. They're gone. Which, you know, it's a shame for the game. That's what for sucks. anyone for anyone who has decided, and that's the thing with Luttrell Mitchell. He he is that bloke that when he was playing Origin, everyone loved him. He's good. Oh, Luttrell, he's but he does one thing and all of a sudden the trolls start, he's getting hammered. You know, it's everyone just needs to understand this is a game. This is a game of football and these blokes are human and there is absolutely no need for people to be going out and hammering Latrell Mitchell as if yeah. he's just... Look, I get it from 
people who don't understand the game, the punters, they don't really understand how quick the game is, how aggressive the trail is, all these little nuances of the game and variables for something like this to happen. But when you hear journalists and, and actual you know, ex, ex-players and all that sort of shit start bagging him, like, shut the fuck up. you played the game before. Shit happens like that, you know? Split second, you know, things go wrong. Latrell plays the game aggressive. He's paying for it. He's got six weeks. So lay off it. It's a long time. It's over. Yeah, it's a long time. All right. So other than Latrell Mitchell being suspended, South have put out – they've rested Cody Walker. They've rested Cameron Murray. They've rested – there's a heap of blokes that they've sat down. The Parramatta yeah, Murray side, deserves a rest. Whoa, he's an animal. I love him. Yeah, I don't know, Will. I look at this. And I, the Storm The storm have rested a few, but not a lot. Um, they've got a lot coming back, but big Nas, yeah. big Nas, nasty Nas, Fanukan, all those lads. So they've been – It's the timing's been great for Melbourne because those guys have had a bit of a rest. And these young kids have had a bit of experience. Now they're out. Now these guys are back in. So they've got, they're, they're in a luxury place where they can um, they can rest players. But aside, aside like Parramatta, who, um, you know, their, their form's been pretty indifferent leaving in. And all of a sudden, they've won one game and they're resting yeah, I looked these at players. That. I, I, I don't know. I, I honestly look at that and I think if I was playing, I don't want a week off. I, I want to play with my team and I want to get mm. some cohesion and I want to like off the back of that Melbourne win as well those yeah. blokes now they go and sit down for a week I, I just think yeah. this resting I don't like it like so who's like so Mitchell Moses Wanga Blake Nick Cora Junior Paulo and I think Gutho is injured I don't think Junior Paulo is a bit busted but the, I don't think people understand you have a look at these guys man every single team nobody is a hundred percent right now no player nothing you're you're You've, it's it's a marathon, not a sprint. These these guys are nearly limping over the line. Some of these teams, Parramatta hit some good form last week. I understand totally about trying to keep that that bit of fire going from last week. But Gutherson's a big part of that. Junior Paulo's a big part of that. You know, um, Mitchell Moses is. These guys have probably been carrying injuries the whole year. So if you can rest, if you're in opportunity to rest, rest it now. I think they what they wanted to do was just catch a little bit of form before the finals. And then, like Parramatta, what we're talking about, Parramatta especially, and then you can afford to rest because they're already in, like in, embedded in the top eight. Um, Melbourne as well, they can, they can afford to do that. They've, uh, Penrith can, but look at their side. Stacked. Because that's they a different, different, different mentality of, of a team and, a, and obviously a coach. You know, but this is their second good year, you know, in a row. The same players, they're still young, they're still fresh. You look at Melbourne, a lot of vets, you know, not many young faces in that team anymore. You know, they're all played over 100 games and origins and tests and everything like that and deep runs into the playoffs for the last five years. Understand that. All so, right. well, here's, these players, here's a- so these players need these players need a rest. When you can rest them and it doesn't mean anything, like right now, what's the, you know, if if um, if they lose, Penrith win, it doesn't matter. As long as they don't, it's, it's all that is is money to the club for the minor premiership. And bragging rights. No one gives a shit. If you're one or two, you don't play each other. They don't want to play each other in the first round. Who cares? Here's a question for you, Will. It's 2004. You come into the semifinals, right? You've had a. It's no different. You're, you're all busted. You've been playing all year. You've had 26 hard rounds. You get to the last round, and Ren or Marco Mealy or Sonny Bill goes, "Wouldn't mind a rest." What What is 2004, Willie Mason saying? And you're saying, "Shut your mouth. You've got three more games. Yeah. Let's get." Let's rip into this. There's only a little bit to go. And in saying that, I understand like, like our mentality back then compared, but compared to now, I'm not saying the game is more ferocious on the field, but like off the field, like mentally, mentally draining, you know, the, the, the situations that we're living in now, with these guys with COVID, like living out of their own homes and just like, yeah, that's hanging a out with each point. other. Like it's, it's very draining. Like where, and like just the off field demand is a lot higher than what it was in the 2000s. You know, regardless of COVID, the things that, you know, the stress that they have with social media and everything like that, all combined, I think it's a mental rest more than anything at the moment. It's not a physical thing. Maybe sometimes it's physical, but sometimes if you can give it a rest, guys like Bellamy are smart, man. You know, Cleary's smart. You know, like all these head coaches, Trent Robinson, all these Wayne Bennett's, they're, they're, they're very smart players and they know their players and they know when they need a rest mentally or physically. You know, so it's, it's, it's a different sort of game. It's 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 quicker. 
these play these players are non-stop. It's 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 pretty relentless the game right now compared to what it was in the two thousands. You know, well, regard, I mean, regardless of a shoulder charge and fighting, that's that's all the difference is. These guys are these guys are all gun defenders. They run hard. They do everything. It's physical. The wrestling, you know, everything like that has just gone up and up and up and up. So the guys you deserve a rest. You talk about Trent Robinson being a great coach. If he tried to rest players, he'd end up with the bloke in the chook suit and the bloke with the giggity giggity sign. He'd be running on. They've got no players <laughs> left. They're resting in the roosters. Oh God. Congratulations, actually, to Josh ball. Morris. Yeah, well, that, that, mate, they've, they've got literally no players left. Congratulations to Josh Morris playing his last game. Oh, no, his second last game. Uh, all right, you can maybe shine some light on this. There's been some weird things happen this year. I mean, it has been a very, very strange year. Canterbury uh, halfback and uh, judo specialist Lachlan Lewis, mate, he's stole, he stolen... A, a speaker and he's tried to sell it. Is this fair income? Is is this an actual thing that has happened? I, I I mean, I don't believe what I read in the papers, but is this fair income? Is the kid, is it a it jail? <laughs> no, it's not. He's it's fair income. Yeah. It's unbelievable. I, I mean, I'm just going to say allegedly because I don't know 100%, but like 90%, yeah. Something like that has gone down. It's unbelievable. I don't get what is going on at Canterbury. He must be a mad klepto. <laughs> Just allegedly, <laughs> I just, look, it must what be. He doing? must have been. He must have been trying to pull a prank because a bloke who's earning four hundred grand a year or whatever, he's not selling like he's not st- stealing no. a Sonos and putting on eBay for thirty bucks. Surely, like I'm not condoning stealing, but just say if he did do that, like why would you want to sell it? And like, yeah, give it away. Like, you, you're short of cash or something. And in the oh, old great. days, you know, like you, you'd, you'd put something on eBay and 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 put one of your mates, like some ridiculous deal, like a Porsche going for fifty bucks, and you put your mate's phone number on yeah. there, and you, they get peppered. But he's genuinely tried to sell it. I hope it's. I don't like know. That. It just hasn't come out. It's bizarre. Bizarre. Isn't it? It's yeah. very bizarre. I like. I'm not one hundred percent believing it until he has to. Until he comes out, and makes a press conference. Do you reckon? Do you reckon Trent Barrett's going? This was a great career decision. This. Oh, I've got Alan, uh, Adam Elliott in the shitter. I got Lachlan Lewis stealing speakers, and we're coming last. This is good. He go back to games. Manly with the no chairs. I think uh, the record was five. They've won five games out of forty-five games or something like that. Gus was in the last oh, wow. two years. Uh, they should bring That's... back a barnstorming front comeback rower. Mentor. No. No. We'll see no. what happens. You know, I'd we'll love see to what happens something with the club, you know, like, but you know, they're going to have a good, I'll have a different roster next year. You know, uh, Gus is a genius. He's a great architect of, um, you know, he put, he pretty much put Penrith together uh, about five years ago. Um, yeah. So he'll, he'll be doing some good things next year. Watch your space. <laughs> Watch your space. Uh, Speaking of Adam Elliott and the Bulldogs, uh, the NRL has come out and decided that there will be no Mad Monday. This is going to go well. Will, this is going to go. So there'll be no Mad Monday. They should all go uh, out with their families and have a dinner. That sounds likely, doesn't it? The old go for dinner after you finish the season. Uh, I, 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 hope, I hope that happens. I just don't see it. There's going to be a breakaway crew. You know what I mean? Like they're going to be up what? They're going to be up north. Just say your last game's in Mackay or Townsville. They still go straight off. to the Mad Cow. Straight to the Mad they Cow. They still they still go off those towns. You know what I mean? So there could be games in Townsville. There's going to be games in Mackay, even Brisbane. Like this is that's not Sydney. You can do what you want up there, and don't just have a Mad Monday at a pub. Just go out. Not could don't. Not giving you any ideas, but the players. That's not, just not a recommendation. Out. That's just a not statement. a recommendation. But you know what I mean. Like it's just what are you going to do? Season's over unless it's like full on from the CEOs, and which it has to be. You guys aren't going out. You go out. You get fined. That's what's going to have to happen. There can't be any grey area. So this is all down to the football managers, GMs, and CEOs. Comes from those guys, then it's it's that's it. You're done. Well, I've done some – we're big on research on this show. We love a bit of research. And so I've done a bit of research, 
And I reckon the first side to get knocked out of the comp will be the Broncos. They play the Knights. Can you imagine the Brisbane Broncos in their home state mm. after they get knocked out of the comp, going out for a nice family dinner, they're going to the Black Stump, they're going to Hogs Norman Cafe. Bean. Okay, let me just let me get you nice this. Little when, you, when you say Mad Monday, what if you play Friday night? You're just out on Friday. And I Saturday Monday, it doesn't count. And Sunday. So you can get it on a technicality. You know what I mean? Hey, we didn't have Mad Monday. We just had a drink Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And Tuesday. We had a rest Monday. But seriously, I, I'm not sure if you how you can police that. That's what well, I'm saying. If it's coming from the if it's coming from the big dogs. Going if you guys mess up, blah blah blah. Especially the guys, you know, the teams that are coming last, like the bull, just say the Bulldogs. If that's not a rule for all players from that team to pull your heads in, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, and someone stuffs up, you're going to be in, in monumental shit. But if nothing said, players will players will do what they want. If they go, just go, you school, have a beer. Just if they say just at the hotel, man, it's just going to be at the hotel. Do you know what I mean? Because can they break that bubble? Is as soon as as soon as that whistle blows, are we out of the NRL bubble? I'm not Mate, sure. You watch There's them, a lot of you gray. Watch There's a lot take of gray the masks off after the final whistle. The masks go off and they're straight up in the stand, tongue and shirtless. Like, I don't think I can explain to enough to a GM or a football manager how much they have to explain this to an NRL team. If you're not in the finals, you have to sit there and tell them all the repercussions to their actions. Otherwise, if there's gray area, they'll exploit it. Well. Here we go. I think this must be, is it Abdo said this? Uh, this is a different year and different season. We want to make sure we maintain our discipline all the way through and we'll have a discussion about how we do that, how we exit the season and make sure we have no issues that concern us. That sounds exactly like what happens with rugby league. No issues to concern anyone. It should be sweet. I can't see any dramas with this whatsoever. Well, Shane, it needs, the rules need to be black and white. Just heads up. Uh, so speaking of Brisbane, William Payne Haas last week, he was signing a 44 year deal with the Broncos. And then all of a sudden he wasn't, it appears as if there is some sort of hoo-ha with the manager. I love managers. They're the best people in the world and everyone should have one. I actually think everyone in the world should just get a manager because they're just good for you. doesn't matter what you do. Don't worry about football, just in life, just get yourself a manager. manager. Life manager, they can take 6% and rip you off. It's good. Uh, so Payne Haas has not signed with the Broncos. Turns out he is on not a lot of money. How much are you um, Well, apparently he's getting 550 this year. Now, for a bloke who is literally the entire forward pack for the Broncos in the last few weeks, and he plays years. like two blokes. Yes, yeah. last few years. Who, who exactly should be getting paid more as a front rower than Payne Haas in the game? And that's a serious question because take the money out of it. Who's a better prop than him? No one. Him and uh, I reckon James Fisher-Harris and Junior Paulo are the three best in the game at the moment. Junior Paulo's had a few injuries in the last sort of six weeks. Power's been a bit down. Fisher-Harris has been out, I think, because he got married. But Payne Haas is just, he's, he's, he's that dude. He's a bad boy. Big minutes. Very efficient, massive meters, big motor, great leadership, good kid. Like ticks all the boxes. So pay that kid what he deserves, and that's a mil plus. You know, if Lodge is on eight seventy five, it's you know that, that's and what's, that's, lo, what's Lodge on eight seventy five? Eight seventy five. So so Payne Haas is a million dollar player in my like it's that's my opinion, but I just think he can play big minutes and he can do the work of two players. Quality. Yeah, you know, He's so a- it, it, would you rather have two five hundred thousand dollar props, or would you have, rather have Payne Haas? I'd rather have Payne Haas. I don't understand how Lodge. Well, I'm not hating on anyone on that money, but eight seventy five. I'd want a couple of Origin jerseys and some Test jerseys in there. Yeah, like who do you, like like that's 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 on, and that's not on Lodge. Good on you. Get your cash, son. Take the money. But take the money. Yeah, take every single cent if they're going to pay you. But God damn, that's dumb. From whoever negotiated from the Brisbane end, it's probably the, the recruitment. It's the 100%. bloke with the he's the worst person at any job ever in the history of jobs. The Broncos. Only on the piss one time in Brisbane, I think I'll run into him one day. Can we find out who he is? Let's have him on the yeah. show. Let's say how can you be? I'll tell you who's the worst at their jobs. Weathermen. 
because they just come yeah. out and go, it's raining, it's not raining. They yeah. get it wrong every day. The chance of the rain, but no rain. Chance of rain, but, but seriously, no rain. there's rain. Cloudy. And then the recruitment <laughs> bloke from the Broncos. No yeah. one's worse. So apparently... Yeah, Payne, Haas, Payne Haas, pay that man his money. And he should... And I love how Payne Haas has come out. So I haven't signed any deal, blah, blah, blah. He's going to get rid of his manager. I think he's going to go to Coda. Coda will get the best deal for him. He'll look after his life. Um, and get secure the bag, kid. Mill plus, don't settle for anything. And if he's going to go shop himself around, Roosters have just entered the chat. Yeah, 100%. They will. You know what I mean? Like, they are hunting yeah. for a young prop. I mean, Hargraves has been there for, what, 12 years? He's been one of their best players. You know what I mean? He's at the back end of his career. You know, they've got some money to spend. So if Brisbane don't pay him what he's worth and what he wants, kid could be down here in the tricolours. Yeah. Oh, look, I, I mean, I would love to see that, obviously, as, as, as a Roosters fan. But um, I also reckon Takiaho has been enormous the last couple of weeks. Look, I think of course. The, thing with, the thing with Payne Haas is he's obviously extremely well-liked, both in the Brisbane setup. And, and Tavita Pangai Jr. came out and said, basically, pay him his money, whatever he's worth. And, you know, it's uh, being honest. And again, David Fafita. Um, is getting horribly underused. But if David Fafita is worth 1.2 million, let me tell you, Payne Haas is worth that as well. So pay him his money. Uh, All right, Sharks are actually an option for him, um, I reckon. Payne Haas? uh, Yeah, they reckon he's good mates with Fitzgibbon. Through Origin? Yeah, that only goes some. That'll go a little bit, but like not much. Because he would want to, he wants to win. You know the Roosters. Oh, Sharks can't win. Sharks can't win. They can 30, win, 30. of course they can, but not as much. I mean, I'm not sure how much he loves Queensland, how much he loves Brisbane. You know, yeah. I know he's a Beresfield boy, Newcastle boy. Well, I actually didn't know that he's from Newcastle, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. Beresfield boy. So, um, mate, the Roosters. I bet the Roosters will become knocking. They always come knocking. Like, why wouldn't they? Like, he's the best young prop in the world at the moment. And he's got at least eight more years in his prime. You know, yeah. like, he's not he's not like that. He's like that. And he's going to, if he plays with better players, mate, he could be anywhere. All right. Well, just quickly, speaking of the Roosters, Trent Robinson's press conference. What a beauty. Where, uh, how, how are you finding a bloke for telling the truth? Like, what is the game becoming? When a coach comes out and he speaks from the heart, and, and I cannot disagree with the thing that he said. If if Latrell Mitchell gets sent off, then that game settles down straight away. Mitchell mm. doesn't come back on, throw the ball. It doesn't turn into the shit fight it did. So if the bunker gets it right, I agree with you. That that, that yeah. whole game changes. So why is he getting fined for telling the truth? Yeah, well, you just can't. You have a look at any other sports, NBA or AFL, NFL. You don't say anything. They can never bag the game or the refs or anything like that. Otherwise, they get massive fines. Well, players and coaches seem to just get away with it a lot in our game, but the NRL just keeps fining it. That's all they get is a little fines, and the club pays for it because Robbo said that he was spot on with everything he said, and the game mm. doesn't like it because he's right, and he hammered the bunker, and he's right. He's spot on about the bunker. Like, how do you get that wrong? That's your only job. Watch the One game time. and get decisions right. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's just an absolute load of shit. And then you have a look at how reactive the refs are in the NRL. Everyone else is on, like, there's about 300 people on report from there, 10 minutes in the bin, like, just because they didn't do their job in the first place. That's what Mm. always happens. They can never get it right, ever, straight away. Therefore, then when they fuck up like this, then they'll go, oh, my God, we better do something about it. Just do it. That's your job. Referee the game right. Make the right decisions in the bunker. That's why you get paid. It's not like it's a joke where it's just like, yeah, I'm just come just turning up like it's 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 a local league. You're getting paid to do this shit. This is your only job, and you can't get it right. I just love how the bunker I'll be has. Head, I'll be good head coach. Find every you week. You'd, fi- you'd be fine every week. Yeah. Uh, you'd be you'd be fine at training. But uh, the thing that I get is the bunker's a billion dollar thing. They've got all this mm. money, and it's all it's done is create more shit. Yeah. Good plan. Just get rid yeah. of it. Good work. All right, this is a bit that I've uh, we've already sort of mentioned it, William. But your your punting is really coming along this year, considering mm. you're a bloke who got, and I don't want to labour the point, but zero, right? Last none. year, zero, none. none. We're, we're, 
30 None. week show, not one. And <laughs> so how bad is that? One. So we've actually we've got the kitty up around the forty five hundred dollar mark. We are going to bring in the man who knows, the man from bettingsite.com.au. Harold, welcome, son. How's life treating you? Are you enjoying fatherhood still or are you over it? Oh, mate, the last two nights have we've had a couple of great sleeps. It's magnificent. Magnificent. Yeah, plenty, plenty of sleep this week. So, look, fresh as a daisy. It's September, finals footy just around the corner. Life doesn't get much better. No, it doesn't. And you uh, you got me last week because the Roosters, I said, with the start, and they got beaten by 400. And uh, so... God, that game ended in a fast, didn't it? Jeez. Oh, it was awful. It was awful to watch. But luckily... I actually did. We've actually, we've actually got a few uh, entries through already, which is great. I'll, we'll, Will and I run through them towards the end of the show yeah. and thank all those people that have done it. But at the moment... We've got $4,355 in the kitty. And what makes me sick is that Williams actually provided the lion's share of that. Yeah. You've no. done nothing. You've done nothing. <laughs> me or Harry? No, Harry's done nothing. <laughs> Hang on. Go back to round two. Did you get one up? Yeah, you I did. I put $1,100 in the kitty that weekend. <laughs> hey, hey, stop living in the past. How much Harold. have you got in, uh, Ian? I've had, I've had, Two or three up, I think. I don't know. That's the producer will no doubt tell me. No, it's not. Yeah. It's not a lie. It's not a lie. Okay, I believe you. Tell you what, I'll tell you what, your whole life is a lie. <laughs> uh, so, all right, this week, I'll tell you what, if this doesn't get up, I'll be filthy at myself. I'll be filthy at you, Harry. That's fair enough. It'll be your fault. And I've the producer. Gone, I don't ever talk about that bloke. You don't mention his name, ever. Okay. I'm done with the bloke. So West Tigers into Titans into the Seagulls 13 plus, full strength, into the Panthers 13 plus, into the Knights, don't let me down, Harry, and Ooh. Brian Toto, anytime. Oh, you've had a few. You've had a crack today. Damn. And it's only paying $6.40 on sports bet. Yeah, they're all favourites. <laughs> Damn. All favorites. It sounded good. Look, it sounded good. I went six legs with $6. It's good. Look, yeah, I think that. I think that Panthers leg, yeah, that's a given. How much do you trust the Titans and the West Tigers, though? None. Zero. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah. I mean, the Titans, their season could be over by the time they take the field. They'll know what they need to do um, by the time. They, so who knows what will happen in that game? Oh, if they have to win by like 20 or something like that, is that right? Yeah, yeah to make the eight. Yeah, it, it's going oh, to come. I'd love to crush their dreams. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you being so playing against Honestly, them? I'll tell you what, I'm sitting here. If you want to see a nervous breakdown, I'm sitting in my actual pajamas with the Masters of the Universe shirt on. I'm clearly having a breakdown, and he is uh, just pouring scorn on my bet. I just want positivity. I need it. Give me something. <laughs> What's my bet pain? $6.40 on sports bet. Oh, nice tell me it'll win. Tell me, tell me you like it. I do like it though. Thanks, That's the mate. thing. It's just anytime you got the Titans in this kind of situation, you just you got to be a little iffy. No, I'm not iffy. Mm. So, William, right, tell me about your bet. bet. Oh, uh, I'm going to take the Sharks at the line. Um, the Rabbits in St George over fifty three and a half, and anytime try scorers Daniel Tupo and Ruben Garrick. That's it. Again, I said it last week, I love the bet. I love this bet too. I was just doing some research, and I'll have you know that the Sharks, in their last six games as an underdog in the betting, they have covered the line each time. So they're going for lucky number seven. Daniel Tupo, anytime try scorer, he's as good a shot as anyone on any week. Ruben Garrick, 20 tries this year. $11 on one oh. at Ladbrokes. That's a great value bet. And that Rabbitohs Dragons game, yeah, yeah, the Dragons are stinky defensively. So yeah, geez, they've gone bad, haven't they? Real bad. Yeah. That's sickening because it's such a good bet. Actually, do you know what? Let's do it for the kids. Let's out there. Let's let's win it for the kids. So you're all kids. It's not me winning me money. It's for the kids, Ian. So stop no, it. I know. And also, <laughs> the best part of it is that now at the end of shout the out season, to Bobby Masilla. 
when he wins more money than I do for the kitty, I will hear about this until 2022. So that's excellent. <laughs> I hope everyone enjoys the kit that they I get. Nothing, I had nothing in last year. Nothing. Zero. That's all right. <laughs> last year's gone now. The producer, he has gone for Geelong 1-39, to Tom Hawkins to kick three goals, the Western Bulldogs, and Johnny English to kick two goals. It's a good move. Now, I tell you what, plenty of value in this. $27.24 at Ladbrokes. Okay, so Geelong, they're playing the GWS Giants from Sydney. Tom Hawkins, the big key forward. Huge chance to kick a bag in any game he plays from my limited AFL knowledge. Western Bulldogs got over the producers Essendon Bombers last week. And Tim Killing English, two goals, $27.24. Oh, come oh. on. I wish you could get one. Tim's um, Tim's middle name's John. That's why I called him Johnny. Johnny. So Love it's it. Tim, Tim Johnny, Tim, Timothy John English. That's his full That's name. So. Unbelievable. Thank you. I kind of hope, hope the producer gets up on this because well, I hope he so does do too. That, that's that's yeah. incredible. That could be thirteen hundred bucks straight into the kitty. betting site. Should up it to like a hundred bucks, I reckon. Yeah. I actually hope the producer does something. Just one thing, just one positive thing for this show. I'm yet to <laughs> see it. So, Harry, what have you? Oh, hang on a second. This bet here looks like it's got less legs than me, and it pays more than mine. Yeah, I don't. I don't know how this has happened. What is it? Well, it okay, me. here we go. So Ladbrokes are giving me a neat seven dollars, straight up. Doesn't matter if they win by one or a hundred. The Roosters, the Knights, the Rabbitohs, and the West Tigers for the win. Oh, nice. Didn't didn't you just and a moment of minutes ago tell me that I shouldn't trust the West Tigers because yeah. I believe if I'm going to go back to the video. Oh, you can rewind, but I'll do rewind you can trust it. the Bulldogs too? They are just that trust. bad. They are. I don't trust anything. I've lost all I'd confidence. I back the Bulldogs, but I just think they've got one in them. I reckon they've got one in them. I don't know what it is. I'll ruin both your net. That, that would be bets. great. if they like To go a 24-game season and lose more than 20 games is just about impossible. But They're doing it, haven't they? they, they yeah. They've only won two oh, games all year. That makes me sick mm. physically. Makes the uh, fan sick too. Well, Harold, thank you once again. Uh, I think that, where are we now? There's one game and then three finals games. I think we're aiming to get over over six grand for the kids. Yeah, we'll be That's right. where I reckon. We'll get a couple this week. So I reckon we're going to get up over six grand. So for all those uh, clubs, please get your entries in because – Six grand still, even though we're making jokes about it, bettingsite.com has been extremely generous to, to put the money in. And, and this money, we know what last year did and, and we managed to split it into two clubs and, and we'd love to be able to give it to um, some deserving people out there. I know things are pretty tough at the moment. So, Harry, thanks again, mate. We really appreciate your support. Thanks to bettingsite.com.au and we will speak to you next week. All right, guys, we'll catch you later and enjoy the last round of footy despite the schmozzle it could shape up to be. Mm. It's a schmozzle. You've said it well. See you, mate. See you. See ya. You can say it this week. Do you know why? Because you won. Go on. Oh, yeah. Gamble responsibly, everybody. Yeah, everyone. Like I do. do. Like I do. Hi, Tiana from the Green Room Podcast here. Join me with an exclusive backstage pass featuring in-depth conversations and a bunch of personal and crazy stories from around the world. With some of the biggest names in music, film, comedy and everything in between, these definitely aren't your average interviews. Come join me in the green room. Presented by the Handshake Agency, check it out at thepodcast.com.au. All right, so William, now... Let's go into the teams that have gone for the year. We've been sort of running through them. The Warriors. Where are we going to go to my big boys? What about my big boys? Do you want to go to the big boys now? What are we doing? Is that after? Well, I thought we'd go. Yeah, I thought we'd do the big boys at the end, but no. Okay, I'll do it at the end. I didn't know you had a plan. I thought you forgot. 
No, I didn't have a plan. I've, you actually I've, write I've, stuff. You actually write stuff down. I got nothing in front of me. Do you know what? <laughs> I, I actually, I was at a point where I was like, "Where do I go now?" Because the producer made me go to Harry first, and then I thought, "We'll go," but we'll go straight to the sides that have gone for the year. And what I hope yeah, right. is that Zig's not madly trying to put the background up on Facebook. But anyway, that's Zig's problem, not mine. I'm the talent. I can do what I want. Uh, the Warriors. Let's start with the Warriors. They, again, mm. they've had such a tough year. I mean, they really have. It's just the expectation that they've had to go over there and and and, and stay away from um, their families. And next year, hopefully, the Warriors will get a huge amount of home games. That's what I hope. And look. And lo- losing like Tuvasa Shek and Ken Mamalo, like you know, throughout the year, like especially um, RTS, like losing him, having Fanul Blake out. I think Fanul Blake is he's in that top top four forwards front rows in in the world at, when he's fully fit. So they've been um, inconsistent as usual, but I mean, their whole life outside of football is probably inconsistent at, at this time, you know. So you can have every every excuse in the world. Um, they're a good team, man. They're hard to beat all the time. You know, um, all I can see is an upside for them next year. I'm not sure where they're going to be based. Have they not committed to being on the coast, like Redcliffe or something like that? I heard. No, I don't know. I think I think can it there, can on someone what um, with... clarify that? Can uh, Henry or the producer? I think what is it'll it'll be dependent on what happens. They've actually come out today and said that they're going to probably open up international travel. So, but the thing is, mm. if there's you can't have the Warriors going back and forth in quarantine because they can't yeah. play hotel rooms. So they're not going to be sitting at the Mercure Grand on the Gold Coast for two weeks and playing in the backyard of the yeah. hotel. But uh, all right, so the Dragons, I'll tell you, the Dragons, if you have to sum up the Dragons' season, it's blokes hiding under the bed at Paul Vaughan's house. That's simply, that is just genuinely, they were going okay. They were in yeah. the eight. And now all of a sudden... They have a party at Vaughn's house. Gonzas, whole year, finished. Yeah, they just wiped it, didn't it? I think the writing was on the wall. I mean, they did have a good win before that, didn't they? But they had a couple of lot. Remember when they beat Parramatta? Yeah, you said that Parramatta. Had, you said and I, thought, us- I thought a good, yeah. a full-strength St. George would give anybody a run for their money. Then mm. they went on a bit of a losing streak, and then they come out and they think they pumped a good team, and then they went and had a party, and then they just fell to bits. And then they had some injuries, Ben Hunt, McCulloch, a few guys like that, Tarek Sims, all their key players out, and then they've just been diabolical ever since. I don't really – who have they signed next year? You've got big George Burgess, Francis Molo, Jaden Sewer. That's going to – that'll steal your front row. That'll steal your forward pack In up middle. and Moses and yeah. yeah. I think they've um, they've bought well. Uh, I don't really think they're really – I don't think they're going to, you know, threat as much as they could have this year. I don't think they have that side. And, you know, McCulloch and Hunt, another year older. I'm not sure who's going to be their 5'8". Did they get rid of... Um... They got rid of Corey Norman. I think one of these yeah. young kids who's been playing, I think, has been, um, you know, and that's probably the benefit that they've got is that they've got young players coming through like Jaden Sullivan and, um, uh, and Tyrell Monet, Sloan. Junior Monet, and the, all those Junior the kids Monet. that come yeah. from the SG ball. The SG ball kids, about four or five of them. You know, they've, they've won a hell of a lot together and they're going to come through the system pretty much like the Penrith boys come through the system with Toto and um, Luai, Cleary, all those lads. So St. George is hoping for something like that, but I don't see much happening. I don't see I don't see much happening there. I just think they're key players. You know, they're, all, they're at the back end of their career. They had they had their chance in the last five years if they were, yeah. if they were going to have a decent crack at it. Now they've sort of got to rebuild big time. And then um, they're just going to go straight, you know, they'll be bottom, bottom. They'll be fighting for an eight position. They'll be at the 12, 13, pretty much like they are now. Yeah. Well, really the, producer, the producer has obviously felt bad about being hopeless. And he's just sent me a message saying that the Warriors will be based in Redcliffe if they can't be in New Zealand next year. So he's yeah, actually I done see. something. He's I, done did something. I did you listen. I did listen. What about if Redcliffe have got the new expansion side? They'll kick the Warriors, yeah? Bye-bye. Mm. Uh, all right. So, nah, they got the Ipswich Red Red. The Rednecks, that's already done. We decided last week. Let, the Rednecks. That'd be a good side. Actual Redneck. So let's... let's. I'm going to pick... Just a Redneck. Out yeah. of 
the games for this weekend. There's a couple of games I don't care about. I'm going to ask you about the games that have some so we, significance. We thought this, sorry, sorry. We thought this last week. There's been some high-class rugby league that's been played in the last couple of weeks. Like yeah, the Knights, definitely. The Knights team, the Knights and um, who they play? Last week. Yeah. Titans. Titans. Great game. That's the first time I tweeted. Hi, I mean, Tiana I tweeted from the Green Room podcast here. Join me with an exclusive backstage and, pass and, and featuring and in-depth conversations the and a bunch of yeah, personal yeah. and crazy yeah, stories from around the world with some of the biggest names in music, film, comedy and everything in between. These definitely aren't your average Come join me in the Green Room. Presented by the Handshake Agency. Check it out at thepodcast.com.au. What they want from this kid Comes on, scores a try straight away. Just don't you don't do that to a kid, mate. How to mess with a kid's confidence? He comes there as your best, as your biggest signing in the club history. He kills it at the start of the year. You come up with some idea, play him off the bench. Um, you win three games, and then you put him, and then it's it's just like a subtle little like uh, your subconscious plays on it, which, which will piss him off. Wearing a bench number. Hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like you're yeah. the marquee signing and their best forward, and you've got number fucking fifteen on. He's got everyone's got pride, and it's not a good way to to try and look after your, your best your best young kid. You know, like you don't know how he's going to react to that. You, know, you just don't do this. You don't push these little buttons and try and play mind games with your with one of your freakish kids like that. You just put him on the field and let him play football because it looks like he's not having fun. He yeah, looks stressed. He's like, you know, when I when I looked at him like the last couple of years when he's just been playing free football, getting the ball, just doing whatever he wants. Playing on the right side, playing on the left, playing in the middle, and just enjoying football. When he when he first hit the scene, now he's just a big signing and everything like. And you do that to a big signing; it's not good for his ego. It's not, and it plays on him subconsciously. You probably start resenting the coach. You know what I mean? Like, what are you doing this shit for? It's not like he was playing bad. No, he needs of course to work so. on he's a few, got, he scored a lot of tries. He needs to work on a few things, but it happens in time. It's only his second year in first grade. It's his first full year or second full year in first grade. You've got to give him time. You've got to coach the kid. You've got to teach him how to defend properly. Like when you sit him on an edge, you've got to teach him how to defend properly. Get a guy like Bo Scott up there. He was one of the best right full defenders in the game and all left full. Some of these old, old school dudes like that. Like if you want to play him on an edge, he has to learn how to defend on the edge. It's just not coached right. He's not. And it's sad to say because there's some good coaches up there. And I think I think it would be it would be weighing on him thinking, well, I'm their marquee player, and I, I, I I'm on the bench. Hundred percent. Yeah. Like, what are you doing it's to not, me? Like, what do you what do you, what do you want from me? Hmm. Like, you're not you're taking my minutes off me, and now you're, you're demoting my number. Like, do you, is it personal? You start playing with your own head. Trust me. You know what hmm. I mean? It starts pissing. Little things start pissing you off. Like, what you know? Like, you're playing me off the bench. Is this is this a demotion? No, no, no. It's a better. It's good for the. It's it's good for the team. Be front up with him. Otherwise, these kids don't they don't they think they think different. Is this Brian Smith? Are you going back to is there some Brian Smith yeah. moments here? That's why Brian <laughs> Smith doesn't that's why Brian Smith doesn't coach anymore. Yeah. Any fucking mind games. <laughs> All right. So the first game of the the first game of the round is actually a good one, which is the Raiders versus the Roosters. Roosters have got some cavalry back. Um Raiders probably need to win to get some momentum going into the semis. Um, Are they it's a good the game semis? of footy. No, they're not going to the semis. They got well. I mean, they have to win to be able to be a chance, but they won't. I mean, they're gone. I think. Why? I think the sharks and the sharks lose. If they win and the sharks lose, so they it's have to. Possible? Win. How is that not possible? No, it's possible. Storm wipe the sharks. But I think it's I think it's on for and against, and I think the for and against is too much. I've done no research on that. No, no, no. It's huge. Like, like, no, all the Sharks just need to lose. And Canberra win. That's it. Simple. So, so Canberra's in control. So, so if, Cam, if Canberra win. And the then, Sharks lose. Then, okay. All right. Then, the, then, then Canberra's eight. I wouldn't want to play Canberra in the first round of the semis. No. If I'm, if I'm, if I'm Parramatta. Be well, they're all sitting. They're all sitting on the bench, Parramatta. So, yeah. look, I think that's a good game of footy. I, I think the Raiders, um, the Raiders have been disappointing this year, but they've found mm. some form late. I think the problem with the Raiders is that they've had so much 
external stuff. They've had the George Williams stuff. They've had, you know, now Bateman leaving. But you know, there's been there's been a lot of non-football related things, and I, I don't know how much control over that the coach has, but I don't know. This Raiders, I feel like this Raiders premiership window, they call it, it's shut now. Um, yeah. and, and now it's just a question of probably get, getting through the next year or two with the contracted players they've got and then and then rebuilding. But this will this will be a good game. You can't win games with those halves. You know what I mean? You just can't. The timing's off. You know, uh, Hodgson hasn't been playing his best football, but the the halves are, you know, they're reserve grade halves. They're just doing a job because George Williams um, had to go this year. Um, and Jack, I mean, where's Jack White and Blink playing? He's playing at 5'8". Oh, so he's 5'8". I thought they had that had, kid. They've had, they had young Sammy Williams and then, and then they've had um, Matt Frawley's come in. Frawley, Look, Sam Williams that's what I'm saying. So Frawley's at halfback but, now. Um, yeah, so they had Frawley and Williams in the halves, and they sometimes push Jack in the centres, and you just can't win games like that. Uh, they've still got a good team. Uh, Jordan Rapano was outstanding last week. Oh, what a beast. Uh, Charles Nickel Clogstown, he was unbelievable, that kid. Like, they've missed him. He's there. They, oh, he's, yeah, he has been unbelievable since he's been back. Hmm. Um, I think, mate, they'll, they'll, they, should, they should win. No, I'm you not very confident, actually. No, mate, it's but right I just look there. at the Roosters side. They just got so many, you know, just rookies everywhere. But they're still, they're still a decent team. I pack, I back the Raiders too. Fuck. Well, you've left them out actually, and then I backed them for you. Oh, you did, didn't you? And I just thumbs yeah. up it. You just right, I, hope it. it I hope that, <laughs> hope that um, gets you back. Well, back. I'm that far in front. It's a joke. Uh, so, all right. I think. Um, <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying to. I'm actually trying to look through this game. I said there's a few good games. The the Storm and the Sharks. The Storm will probably that they'll win that game. The Panthers are playing against the reserve grade Eels side. They've been well, that would have been a good game. Would have been a good game if it was actual a game. Yeah. I don't um, think you're lying about the good games. Where'd you see them? I didn't see any. I've just changed my mind completely. Yeah, I think the only none. game that's close, the Broncos Knights. Who cares? Because it doesn't mean anything. They're both in and out. The yeah. Cowboys, Seagulls, Manly will flog them. You've got the yeah. Rabbitohs, Dragons. Rabbitohs have got a Reggie side. I've actually tipped the Dragons there, which was a mistake. But um, the Titans, Titans and Warriors, Warriors that's Titans a shit and game. Dogs. It's a this shit round. one of the round. worst rounds. 100%. I, I don't know why I said they were more than... Round one. <laughs> it's like when you put in your tips for last week and it was from about yeah, four weeks before. That's what you did. You just pressed copy-paste. Yeah. No. Nah. <laughs> I don't, do you know what? We're not even going to talk about this anymore. No, when we go, no. when we go into the finals, we'll actually um, we're going to have some special guests through the final series. And you've got one of the smartest football brains. You're you're a shit human being, but you've got one of the smartest football brains of all. And you're going to actually break down the game for us. But for this week, I don't want to hear you break down the West Tigers against the Bulldogs. So we're going to move straight on oh, from that. And do you know what we're going to? You know what we're going to? Mm-hmm. What are we going to? Willie's big boys. Yeah. Ooh, nice. nice. Willie's big boy. Anyway, it was a great, great display of big boys on the weekend, especially in the Parramatta and Melbourne team. That was outstanding. Did you watch that whole game? Uh, no. You didn't? Mate, no. it was brutal. Mate, Parramatta out Melbourne, Melbourne. Seriously, they'll actually no. I did watch the whole thing. I did watch the whole thing. Yeah, I was drinking was heavily brutal. throughout it, but I do yeah. remember now that I watched it because we were messaging but, the whole game. That was yeah, yeah, they were outstanding. Um, and I thought I so three, two, one. I'll go from one point. This big Papali. I thought he played outstanding against the Warriors. Him and Fanua Blake were both outstanding, but I think um, Papali got the nod because they won, and that's about it. Uh, well over 100 metres, about 170 metres, about 17, 20 touches, about 16, 17 hit-ups, 30 tackles, 90% effective tackling. You know, he doesn't really miss. He hits hard. He was breaking the line. He was really finding the seam in the defence and just just finding his hands and his, uh, his hands and knees quite easily against the – and it's always – it's always it's never, ever easy playing against the Warriors. I always say that regardless because they've got some big boys in the middle there. Um, two points, Isaiah Papali'i. What an absolute beast that kid is. Best buy of the year so far. 
Um, 73 minutes played in the middle against Melbourne. That game was tiring. You know what I mean? Like it was back and forth and back and forth. They worked so hard on their line. Um, he only just got pipped by Junior Paulo. Because Junior Paulo, I think he played about 64, 65 minutes. But just his some of the runs that he had in crucial times and a lot of the meters that uh, Isaiah probably had a few kickoffs, had a few more kickoffs. So I think the meters would have been around about the same. But big, uh, big, um, big Junior Paulo made a lot of his meters, one off the ruck against that Melbourne Melbourne pack who are very clinical. So they were outstanding. And that was, and that was throughout the whole round. The big guys, the big boys are just flying. And you need the best big boys in the comp to win you the comp. So that's my uh, big boys for the week. All right. So what we have got is we have got the leaderboard. Uh, yeah, give us the leaderboard. Payne, so Payne Haas. I don't know. Is this going? Is this? We didn't actually check this. Is this going through to the finals or not? But if it's not going yeah, through, it's to through the, finals, the finals, it is. Oh, here we go. Well, Payne Haas, he's got. He's won the minor premiership. Payne Haas, he's got twenty-one okay. votes. So he is obviously the Broncos won't be playing finals football this year because the recruitment guys destroyed the entire club. So yeah. Thanks again to the recruitment guy for the Brisbane Broncos. But James Fisher-Harris is uh, he's coming up Payne Haas's rear at uh, <laughs> 17, 17 votes. And then Junior Paulo making a late run is on 16 votes. So just a reminder that the winner of the big boys, Willie's big boys, will receive thanks to Young Henrys and also... Big thanks to Oscar, who uh, delivered a care package of a couple of cases and some gender, me and Will, this week. Yes, uh, thank Oscar, you. We love your work, mate. And anyone who thinks that they are drinking enough alcohol, get yourself a young Henry's because it is really <laughs> quite a magnificent drop. Uh, and Bondi Tony's is going to provide the winner with, let's not even, don't leave your local government area. Willie and I will eat your food for you. But if you win it, thanks to Bondi Tony's, yes, it'll be us. So thanks again to all of our supporters in Young Henry's and Bondi Tony's. Um, quickly as well, uh, I think that one of our uh, rate and review kind people said we should be handing out Young Henry's to people on the uh, via our Twitter and things like that. We've actually got a heap of gifts that we're going to be starting to um, give out during the final series. So stay tuned and we will be you keeping them. Yeah. We're keeping the young. We're keeping the young. We're definitely keeping that. All right. Tips. William, read your tips um, out. Um, I think my headphones just went flat. I didn't charge them. Did they? Well, I'm going to. This is, this is a this is a, this is a problem we've been having. So, William's gone. The Raiders, the Storm, the Panthers, the Knights, the Eagles, the Dragons, the Titans, and the Tigers. This is one of your best. Thanks again to Yamaha because Yamaha has provided us with some magnificent earphones. But remind um, the chart. Remind, remind yourselves to charge them, all right? And mine, mine are still, you know, plugging away. Nice. Can you hear me? So, you can hear me, can't you? I can hear. I wish I couldn't, but I can. Oh, sweet! So, I can hear you. It's yeah. fine. Can you? Yeah. That's because right. your Yamaha headphones work so well. And thanks again to Yamaha that they can just sit on the desk next to your big ugly head, yeah. and they can pick up Storm the sound. Panthers, Knights, Eagles, Rabbits, Warriors, Bulldogs, and Canberra. That's it. Done. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, if you, if honestly, will, if you get twenty-two right this week and I get none, you'll go in front. It's possible. So, well, well I'll probably win the bet as well. I'll get my multi up. That's way oh. better than winning this. It's you know what? It actually is way better. Yeah, it feels and, better. Yeah. And it just makes me sick that you're beating me. Uh all right. So this week that concludes the show. Uh this week we will be doing Twitter. We literally just do Twitter whenever we feel like it. It's just um, just jump on. And do you know what? If you're on Twitter. Just for record, Will's got his own Twitter thing. I tweet out of the take with Willie Mason. So if you want to have a crack at the Willie Mason thing, it's me, not Will. So if you want to have a crack at Will, go to his site. But we will be tweeting between the two of us. 
and we'll do all the games. We love tweeting. It's my favourite thing. Make sure you rate, review, and subscribe. You're a drunk tweeter, you know that. People should know that Ian Byrne is a drunk tweeter. I'm a drunk most things at the moment. <laughs> uh, I don't drink and tweet. Again. No, please. I don't. Uh, I haven't had a drink for six weeks. I don't count two beers. That doesn't count. Six beers doesn't count. Ten does So thank you again. 20 doesn't. Why not 30? So <laughs> thanks again. Bettingsite.com.au. Thanks to Young Henrys. Thanks to Bondi Tonys. Thanks to Will's Yamaha headphones that still work when they're sitting on the desk. They're that good. And we will see you next week. You've been listening to The Take with Willie Mason and co-host Ian Byrne. Produced by Craig Trewick, recorded and engineered by Zig Parker of Green Room Sydney, and presented by the Handshake Media Network. 